0: hey guys quick disclaimer um for some reason the first five ten minutes of the audio is kind of screwed up a little bit uh don't know what happened when we were recording the episode um but bear with it it goes away i promise i listened to the whole thing uh so just stick with us a little bit and um yeah enjoy the episode
1: And welcome back to 216 Baseball, Cleveland Baseball Podcast. His name's Alex and my name's Paul.
0: And if your favorite baseball team can consistently lose in two different countries, you're in the right spot. Let's get into it.
1: almost forgot to turn my lamp on how are you doing today i'm doing great as i was <laughs> gonna say you gave the people a dick shot there so yeah. right out of the gate give them the
0: people what they only baseball you know i mean
1: oh, yeah, only baseballs you know yeah um my, my my
0: two balls and a bat if you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah
1: I'm, I'm doing good dude i uh it's definitely friday it feels a little weird to do it on friday i feel like we yeah. never do thursday usually there was three game sets and we're really good about thursdays like a really convenient day for us to record and get caught up so it's it's weird like when we're done it's like the freaking weekend you know yeah. but uh That's what about what, you dude I, mean, I haven't really talked to you the last yeah days. i mean
0: we just we, we kind of we talk a lot during the week but usually tuesdays and thursdays are our days to catch up kind of True. bullshit together a little bit and like the rest of the Boy week, we kinda chit chat
1: yeah i yeah. know
0: but like you said I, it's and, friday it's beer 30 well beer 55 i, I guess so
1: uh <laughs> like every cringy white person it's five o'clock somewhere yeah and everyone's like yeah i'll drink to that it's like no you have a problem
0: yeah so but uh not man, i'm doing good you. this this week went by pretty quick uh i will Got say i didn't go to the gym as much on. as i wanted
1: to but oh yeah i've been kind of lazy hey sometimes you need it usually you're just going and going and going yeah I was able to run a couple times this week, and I had a couple good runs. But it's been fluctuating out here in Indy. It's been so in the summer, it's like ninety five plus all summer, which is yeah. just miserable to run in. Like in the morning, in the afternoon, or the evening, unless you l- run late at night. But who wants to really do that? And at eight o'clock, it's like I don't really want to go run. Um, so we had a couple days of like seventy five ish, and I'm like, Oh, this is doable. Yeah. You can run like four o'clock and not die." Or I think I ran at lunch one day and. It's a nice little sneak peek of when it kind of turns the calendar here, hopefully, yeah. and, and here less miserable to be been, outside.
0: We've been living in a damn monsoon lately. We had a couple fat flash flood warnings here since Ooh, I live so close to the ocean that it floods real easily. Uh, Flex, yeah. I mean, what are you going to do? <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, no, but it's fucking Chobas. What do you want me to say? Like
1: crazy here oh that has not been happening here it's just hot and dry but that's the difference between virginia now it's hot and humid here it's not the heat that gets you it's the it's the humidity
0: (laughs) dad from the midwest ever
1: ever it's like they should get it tattooed on themselves yeah and if you bring it up to them they don't even realize what you're doing they're just Uh like man this dude fucking preaching (laughs) i feel you brother i know they're just like oh yeah drink to
0: that five o'clock somewhere yeah <laughs> <And> the <to, to laughs> <a> fucking humidity
1: <laughs> i've tried it before well i'll use it to like middle-aged white people and just say it and see if they're like oh yeah no every time they're like it does it is it gets it you it's, it's like not a bro this isn't like prostate cancer humidity it's fucking humidity dog <laughs> <laughs> like it's not that serious you need to relax Anyway, this is fun. I missed you, dude. All right. So uh, I'm a little grumpy today about two things that will, you know, we lately we've had some crazy hot topics or some, some hitter, you know, like some heavy hitter kind of conversation pieces. This will be a little bit lighter, um, especially with a four game set and news is a little light today. But just kind of real quick, I just wanted to get some thoughts out there about um a little piece of news and some thoughts so on i think it was say friday right it keeps messing with wednesday Wednesday Wednesday? i think it was i think yesterday i think it, yeah wednesday or thursday i'm pretty sure it was wednesday yeah wednesday zach meisel one of the beat writers uh said hey the indians slash guardians boy
0: huge huge fan of his
1: yeah, he's real good. He said, the Indians and guardians slash guardians in the city of Cleveland have struck an agreement on a 15-year extension of the progressive field lease. The deal also includes options for 10 additional years, which is great. You know, that's that's awesome. Um happy to see that, you know, yeah. they got the lease done. Here's where I'm a little grumpy. So that's some news, right? It, it, it's kind of one of those things like, yeah, cool. Okay, yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. No doubt. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. It's the humidity that gets you, you know. That's that's kind of like what type of talking <laughs> right point. Right on
0: the lake, you get that. Yeah, you you get that. Yeah, without front. the
1: breeze. Yeah, yeah, it, without the breeze. The mosquitoes. Oh my god, it gets you. You got to be and careful, especially right there at, at first.
0: Energy in the in the fall and winter. Oh, it's like an extra twelve degrees colder because of that lake.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You got to bundle up, man. Yeah, man. And it's just like you pay twenty dollars for parking. Who do you do you really expect people to come and spend money in yeah. the stadium? Come on, man. <laughs> I can't wait to be forty five, uh, dude. I'm gonna,
0: um, I'm, here's the thing: it's gonna be like how I, like I would, I started saying "fam" a lot because, like, I. Oh yeah, you do stuff
1: sarcastically, yeah, and then suddenly it just like that's that's what more is gonna be.
0: I'm gonna like every day of my life. I'm gonna be like, dude, it's the humidity that's gonna get you. Until yeah. I, it's like you t- tell a lie so many times that you start to believe it. Yep, this is going to be. It's just one point. Like, it is the humidity. That is what gets you. <laughs> yeah,
1: he's like, it's not a joke. Wear layers. Uh, but uh, I, yeah, 100%. It's just going to morph into like a personality oh, trait. But, so here's what I'm a little grumpy about is, so this is news and that's fine and it's great. But then everybody was like, oh, thank God. They're like celebrating on Twitter. It's like, dude, this was never, I'm going to sound like a grumpy old thing. This was never a question. Like they're like, "Oh, thank God, we got the name change done and and they're not moving to Nashville." That was literally never going to happen. Like it was never a thing. Nobody thought that. No, there was no chance of us moving. And it was just like amazing how many people I'm just scrolling yeah. through and they're like, "This is huge news. They're here to stay, the Guardians." And it's like you really think they changed the name. And even before that, everything was telegraphed and basically said like, "Yeah, we're going to figure it out." You would know if your team was going to move. <laughs> yeah. it was never in jeopardy so that that sounds a little like old man grumpy like I why are you telling me this but it was just like there is, hey, is nothing
0: about this that came out that kind of a it excites me but b it also really bothers me right it's like a 50-50 okay. 50 mix because the Dolans came out and they're like yeah now that this is done we can spend some money on some talent we can focus on spending yeah. money on talent dude you this has just been a thing the past couple years. You are historically known for not spending money
1: on talent. What's changing now? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm with you. They did go in in 2017 and had like $128 million payroll. And I hate defending them. It feels like really yucky, like trying to defend like a child molester and be like, well, he mowed my lawn really well. It feels really bad. I don't like what's coming out of my mouth. Um, But, no, I I get it. I mean, yeah, they're they're cheap as shit. Like, shut up. Yeah, it's, like, why it, why, it,
0: why even bring it up? Like, just don't talk about
1: it. Be about it, bro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> oh, man, I wish the humidity would get the Dolans. Yeah, um, but yeah, I I get it. That that is annoying. And and what's funny is is people. Is like the city's on the hook a little bit for some of it, and people, and that is that is kind of crazy yeah. that they are able to use all these tax stuff and it that's paper, that's every state. Kind of what's crazy Bullshit. is
0: um, going back to our, our our one of our favorite cities, St. Louis. Right when the Rams moved back to L. A., they just mm. went through and built the the football stadium in St. Louis for the Rams, and mm. the the city was on the hook for I want to say like it was like seventy five percent of it yeah and then the the team it's just nuts. upped and moved and now st louis is suing the nfl yeah so that like it it goes on everywhere and people don't realize it's one of those things that happens in the background of sports all the time and people just don't realize it
1: yeah it gets built like these billion plus dollar if they're like brand brand new or something mm-hmm. it's crazy what it costs um but yeah we were never moving anywhere we weren't moving to nashville and uh, again if you haven't seen any of the tweets, this is going to sound like, why are you even bringing it up? But I saw a lot. And, like, I even saw other people, like, what are you guys t- at being all dramatic about? I mean, the news is great, but people really, like, oh, thank God. Like, we weren't going anywhere. Yeah. It was, we would have known, like, it would have been inevitable. Kind of like the name change thing. You don't just secretly one day be like, gotcha, Guardian, Nashville Guardians. Um, so that's one thing. The other thing, though. That is annoying me. And we talked about this a little bit Well, we joked about it when it was funny, like
0: mm-hmm. two
1: weeks ago is people are really promoting and spreading and trying to get this thing going where, you know, the, the, the Cleveland, whatever, guardian roller derby team, whatever, Co- right?
0: Roller derby team. You have to put co-ed in there.
1: Yeah. Co-ed Cleveland roller derby team named the guardians, right? We talked about it and it was funny three days after the Indians announced their name change, put forward like a lawsuit thing, like trying to trademark or copyright, whatever, you know, the name. And at the time it's like, oh, whatever. No, people have legitimately like latched onto this as kind of gotcha news or it's just spreading around. Like it's really getting annoying where people are actually believing that something will come of that. I I just want to make it very clear. Okay. The Indians have more lawyers than you can imagine They also had to make this name change with the MLB, who have even more lawyers and even more money, okay? This is an extremely complex legal process. You don't accidentally miss something like this. And I'm telling you, they filed probably for the trademark like a month in advance. And at worst, like this is so conservative, I can't even, because I don't know trademark law that well, Um, but- I don't know if you could secretly do trademarks. I think that kind of defeats the purpose that they could kind of file it on the low key until they wanted to announce, but at the worst they filed it probably the day or two before at worst. And there's yeah. no way that happened. So the fact that they're the, the roller co-ed sorry, roller derby team is then trying three days later to formally bring something. It's not how trademarks work no. again. And this is in this delusional land where they didn't already figure it all out and have everything in place ahead of time. And Again, it was funny at first, but there's still stuff floating around like gotcha journalism or people from other cities or even other, like, let's see if they keep the name. Uh, of course, they screwed it up. Yeah, what? this is just so Cleveland Indians. You pick a name and then you don't, nothing is going to fucking happen from this. Again, the, some dude the, 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 that's was- passed the barb, the barb, not the bar, <laughs> the barb, who happens to be on this co-ed team, okay, who went to Utah Christian Law School that's not even accredited. Okay, by the law school commission council decided to draft this up off of like Google images or something. Yeah. They're not the, gonna, they're going to get the crushed.
0: most that's going to happen is this roller derby, the ed roller derby team's going to get paid.
1: Yeah, and and I doubt that even happens. I yeah. think it's just free publicity and I can't blame them. It's funny and people yeah. talk about them and I don't know what they would really accomplish from this, but at most they t- and again, I think there's a less than Five percent chance this happens they toss them like 10 grand and get them to shut up but i don't even think they'll do that because they don't need to there's no freaking way you have any legal precedent so i don't want to get super hung up on it it's just it was funny at first and then people started taking it seriously and it's still floating around and it's like guys shut up you are idiots like just really think about what you're like perpetuating and yeah and it's just annoying so i hate it here those are my those are my two topics. Yeah,
0: and I I have a a fun game that we could probably play. Right, going back to like okay. the first topic of the Guardians, quote unquote, possibly moving to Nashville. Mm-hmm. If that happened, I I have friends that like with the Rams. Right, I have friends that were St. Louis Rams fans.
1: Mm-hmm. If
0: the Indians slash Guardians, whatever you want to name them, uh, moved, would you still be a Indians fan, or would you switch teams?
1: I think I'm switched teams. Yeah. What about you? New ownership, new city, obviously, right? Yeah. Like, Because they would sell to somebody else. At that point, I think it's just clean cut. Like, I have, you know, 27 years of Stockholm Syndrome, yeah. you know, with my abuser. I think it's um, just time to move on.
0: Honestly, I have no clue.
1: Like, it's, it's a weird... I really think I'd move on.
0: Yeah. I think so, too. I think it would be hard, and there would be, like, a weird, like, transition phase, that I think maybe I would just become a baseball fan not a really team fan.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't be a Reds fan. There's no way that would happen. Um here in Indy, you know, you know I, I wouldn't root for anybody else in the AL Central, so that kind of makes it tough. Mm-hmm. Um I really think I'd just be a Cardinals fan. But I think I would just sadly become more of a like casual. But I really do like the way they run their organization. They're not yeah. super flashy. They're not but they're they'll spend money. They're run very well. Cause that um, that's
0: where my head was at. I was like, I think I would become either an Orioles or a Cardinals fan. But Yeah. I, I don't think because I wouldn't I, want to be
1: bandwagon, you yeah. know, I don't want to jump on anything too hot. And I feel like the Cardinals would be like if it happened this year, you know, in this theoretical world where the team moves, it would be the perfect time where like they're getting ready. Mm-hmm. They're just, you know, they're I just not in it this year. I just don't but think
0: that I could see myself rooting for I think I would just become a general baseball fan. I would just like to see good things happen in baseball.
1: Yeah, it wouldn't be sad, though, because it's so much more fun to follow a team. Yeah. You know? I mean, I wouldn't want to be any... Uh, I'm just trying to think. I like the Cardinals. I
0: was say, I'm, I could start naming off teams that I wouldn't be a fan of. Oh, yeah. I
1: mean, there's no way I'm going to be a Dodgers, Astros, Padres, Astros, Yankees, yeah, Boston. Yep. Nobody in the AL Central. Maybe the Blue Jays. Um,
0: Maybe I would go for Canada.
1: Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I can see myself being a Blue Jays fan, but the thing that's tough about that is you're hopping on like a bandwagon potentially because it's like the perfect time. I mean, they are yeah. got a young core. But I mean, yeah, I, I could see that too. They make just, some pretty good moves. Just, I feel like somebody's really slipping through my uh, slipping right now. Maybe Oakland. No, fuck them. Uh, what's the NL East? The Braves, Mets... Phillies.
0: I could see myself rooting for the Phillies because I'm a big rapper fan.
1: No, Pirates are central, sorry. What's what are the other two? Uh what what are those Miami? I wouldn't root for Miami. No, I know. I'm just trying to i I actually i'm not gonna lie i think that's the other team i was thinking of i could see myself rooting for miami or the cardinals and the only reason i say miami is is i like that they're kind of a pitching factory and they're like low-key right now i like their uniforms i don't like the city of miami i I hate florida I,
0: i don't think miami's organization's historically just as big of a shit
1: show as ours is yeah i mean they won a world series yeah Fun fact they have this cycle where they like go all in in one year win world series and uh then uh everyone leaves rebuild the next year yeah fun fact they did that twice in their history they've won two world series and both times they like went all in won out of nowhere and then literally blew it up the next year just a fun little tidbit about I'm just looking at fun. the standards. i don't
0: like florida nationals I could see myself being an Oh, fan. I know who it is.
1: I know who I was forgetting. I can tell you right now who I'd be a fan of. Who? And I'd be a Brewers fan. 100%. That's who it was. I was like, something slipped in my mind. I'd be a Brewers fan. They I, mean, I could see myself are, a Brewers fan. Like, just honestly, we're a great value version of the Brewers. Like, they'll spend a little more money, but yeah. they're still not a big market. And, like, they're they're literally the equivalent of Milwaukee Milwaukee's us. a really cool and
0: city. I like Milwaukee a lot. Um,
1: I've never been there, but it's not sexy. It's not too flashy. They don't yeah. buy everybody. You know they don't have a history of really winning. um They got Kristen Yelich. Yeah, you know what I mean. And, and so they they got that where i that's who it was. It was really slipping my mind. I'm like I've I've had this talk with I'm myself sur- before. I'm kind of, of
0: surprised you didn't say Colorado since you you've been there and you really like the city. And yeah,
1: I do, and it's awesome. But that front office is a dumpster. So yeah. I mean, they they blow. And, again, it doesn't have to be a bandwagon thing. It's Mm -hmm. just, like, I want to trust the front office. I want to trust the owners and, like, a quality kind of thing. And the Rockies team, like, they suck. They're awful. Yeah. So, Brewers all day. Brew crew.
0: If I had to pick one, it'd probably be the Cardinals.
1: Okay. I respect that. Yeah. And we just talk shit to each other all the time because same division. Yep. That would be fun. (laughs) Yep. It would be. Anyway. Let's get into the recaps here. Game one on Monday night, four games set against the Blue Jays. Eli Morgan versus Robbie Ray. Uh, Indians come in looking to get back in the win column after they dropped the series finale and the series altogether uh, to the White Sox. They'll definitely have the work cut out for them, though, because they travel to Toronto for the first time in a few years. And they're going to face the most uh, potent offense in all of baseball. So mom, come pick me up. Yep. Hey, game one, though, hey, <laughs> top of the third, Miles Straw hits a leadoff single to left field, and that's followed by an Ahmed Rosario infield single to second baseman Teoscar Hernandez. Tribe then pulls off a double steal that puts Straw at third and Ahmed on second, and with one out, Fran Miel walks to load the bases, and Harold Ramirez comes through again with runners in scoring position. It seems like that's just the only time he really hits, and we'll take it. Singles to right field. That scores Straw. Ahmed is gunned down at home trying to score, Uh, But hey, we still strike first and and take a 1 0 lead. This
0: was, uh, look, Ahmed Rosario is not slow. The dude can run. This throw was on a dime to the catcher. It was a damn good throw.
1: True. It was. I mean, it it was a hell of a play. Yeah. So now there's two outs, runners on first and second, and Oscar Mercado singles to left field. Go ahead, kid. That scores Fran Meal and extends the tribe's lead to nothing. Uh, So good vibes. And then it takes all the way to the bottom of the sixth. When George Springer hits a leadoff single to center field and then a two-run bomb by Vladdy Jr. to left field, yeah. his 34th of the year, built different, um, you know, sadly ties it right back up at two apiece just like that. This, yeah. this team could just turn it on, man.
0: And then nothing happens till the 10th, just a little sneak preview. There's, there is a play yeah. I want to talk about that happened in the bottom of the ninth that Miles Straw made in like deep okay. center field. I want to say... Oh, yeah. I think I saw this. Yeah. I want to say Bo Bichette hit a absolute nuke to like... Yeah. It was like center, right center, right? So it was like off in the yeah. corner. Uh, but it was deep. Yeah. I mean, on a, and on a rope. And made a over-the-shoulder, sliding away from him catch.
1: Which is... All those things are some of the most difficult things yeah. to and do. It but. was
0: probably one of the most beautiful catches I've seen every year that is slept... that it, It's going to get slept on.
1: Yep. It was... Watching it, it was like, uh, you thought it was kind of going out, and then you just don't know how anybody could get to that. It's just one of those ones that usually just just slaps off the wall. I mean, there's nothing you yeah. can do. It didn't get quite that far, but that, that center field in uh, the Rogers Center is deep. Yeah, And, I mean, it looked like a video game mm-hmm. uh, that he was able to get there. And even up until it happened, you're like, oh, man, that's he's not going to quite get there. And next thing you know, he's got the ball. And yeah. I'm like,
0: okay, yeah, <laughs> sir. I-, I wanted to shout him out because that was a... Defensive gem, if I've ever seen one, and a very which hard are, play
1: to make. True, which are always better than home run 100 uh, percent replays. Yeah. Defensive gems are bust. Uh so like you said, and a nice little commentary there, but uh nothing happens through this one, so we gotta go to extras. Top of the tenth, Ahmed Rosario hits a leadoff single to left field, and that scores Miles Straw from second, who he's obviously fast started as the inning fuck. there. Yeah, he is. And also that was I was watching this one live. I watched a lot of this. Um, or the kind of the second half at least. And uh it I remember in the group chat I was doing the mental math from the ninth inning finishing that hey, if we held on, Straw's gonna be at second, so it's not gonna get much better than that. Yeah. I mean, even just a ground out, almost a third even, he's so fast. He could go from second to third, even if it gets hit to third, he's so fast. Uh, but yeah, Ahmed does it against Brad Handjob, who just got traded to uh, Toronto at the deadline. So yep. have fun with our baggage. Yeah. I was Ooh. like, you just we, got a handjob.
0: We've seen <laughs> this happen so much.
1: Feel our pain. Right. I know. It's like, you just got a handjob. um Eat so it, nerds. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so he gives that up on literally to the first batter, and we take a 3-2 lead, and I'm like, Mm-hmm. i love it here are we gonna
0: fucking beat the blue jays yes. <laughs> is this really gonna happen i'm having so much fun right now
1: i know honestly guys i love it here i'm in the group <laughs> chat like i love you guys like at the end of the night of drinking yeah. i just love you guys i'm like that the group chat like are we gonna win the world series <laughs> like is that anything's yeah. possible like i'm
0: moving to canada because yeah. all apparently what we do is win
1: yeah, exactly. I was like, I think we're going to sweep them. Uh, so, <laughs> still nobody out. Even better news, right, after the Ahmed single. Jose hits a two-run bomb to left field. That was deep in that at-bat, too. I want to say yeah. full counter, five, six, seven pitches in. And he hits it, I want to say, off the foul pole, like almost was, all the way at the top. It was off the foul pole. Yeah, I was like, it was because
0: I, I was watching it, and I did the thing on the couch where you're like, "Yeah, you did the lean." Ooh,
1: because <laughs> the ball's gonna be like, "Oh, okay, fam, I got you." Like, yeah. I'm a, I'm gonna go the other way now. Um, but yeah, so two run bomb, and that's the exclamation point. Try that's uh, they extend their lead five to two, and you feel you know one run, you're like, "All right," so that kind of maybe gets us to the eleventh with this team, right? Because it's the Blue Jays, yeah. and they're gonna get a shot with a runner on second. But, man, that one put the, you know, the exclamation point. And we only needed one, though. Classe locks it down on the bottom of the 10th, and we take the series opener, so anything is possible. Uh, quick line, five runs uh, for Cleveland on nine hits and no errors. Toronto, two runs on six hits and two errors. And, Paul, would you like to commentate yeah, on what Yeah, yeah, if
0: you get two errors in a baseball game, you deserve to lose. My dad taught me that. I don't think I said that when I first started bringing this up. When when I was a oh, little A-o, A-o, Todd, and my dad was our coach, that's what he used to say. We would make errors. He goes, "Look, if you guys make errors, you don't deserve to win baseball games. So we deserve to lose this one." And those Damn! Very, no ice cream. Yeah, those those very serious after game, uh, little meetings you have with your with your little league team that get super super like, you feel you feel like someone kicked your dog. Damn. Yeah. True. You okay? Yeah, I'm okay. I
1: just okay. Yeah, have a drink anyway. So, uh, Eli Morgan is the star of this one. Uh, I mean, the kid comes out six innings, five hits, two earned runs, one walk, nine strikeouts. Unfortunately, a no decision, but the win loss thing isn't the measure of a pitcher. Um, but I mean, this is an incredible start. And other than what was it the bottom of the sixth? Yeah. I mean, he did five scoreless innings in this game, yeah. and I mean, it took a two run shot for you know to get two runs against him against the most dangerous offense in baseball. This kid's and the real deal, dude. The best hitter in baseball. True. He's, this he's the real deal. Yeah, like complete control the whole time. Six innings, so he's starting to stretch it out. Like I said, right? And what I love about him. And I know the first time teams see a guy, you know, if he's good, you have an advantage. And I'm interested to see him go back through some of these teams. So hopefully it holds up. But I mean, he's just got the nuts. Well, to this is do a, this. this is like, the second
0: time he's played Toronto.
1: Yeah, the first time didn't go so well. But you're yeah, right because that yeah, was the, hey, that was the monsoon. It was on my birthday. It was on my birthday. Yeah. And it was amazing. They even started that game, and yeah. he had a 71 ERA yeah. or a 21 Something or 27. Like that. Something nuts. Yeah, I remember that. Yep. But, I mean, the dude's just the real deal. This is add one more contender to, you know, his body bag. Like, he just doesn't care. The kid just yeah. goes out there and does it. I love him. him I love him Hal so much. For, I know. I love it. So, in the seventh inning, Karen Cech, who's just been a mess lately, um, he comes out and gives you a clean seventh with one walk and a strikeout. Okay, no damage. Sandlin comes out in the eighth. One hit. Uh, scoreless Shaw gives you the uh, ninth inning and gets his fourth win of the year. Just the way it works out, he gives up one walk but strikes out two. And hey, let's go! And then Klaase gets his 14th save of the year with a perfect 10th inning. So
0: and he made the whoops. last out
1: of the game. I remember that. True. Yep. I mean, they give you so we put together an incredible, you know, the triangle, right? Incredible starting performance. Mm-hmm. Then you get even with extras, yeah, add one more for me, four innings of one hit, two walk ball yeah, with no runs from your bullpen. Yes, please. Mm-hmm. And then tell me, tell me about this offense too. There's some ups and downs here, but the pitching gave them a chance to yep. barely have to do and, anything and to win.
0: I will say that our, our lineup, we, we talked about last episode a little bit, but our lineup starting to settle in a little bit. And, uh, something that might be a stretch, but I feel deep down in my soul, is that watching Toronto play kind of gives me like a. I felt like I was looking into the future a little bit, right? They got they got some some veterans out in that they got they got a veteran out in the outfield, and yeah, that's what I mean, we just Jordan got with, yeah. Blog. That's why we just, that's what we just got with Miles Straw. Their infield mm-hmm. is very young, like ours is. Yeah, they and literally keep up like five for five. Yeah, on their and they're, they're pitching young is, kids. Their pitching is good, like ours is. Their well, it's getting good yeah. because they bought some. Exactly. That was their biggest Achilles' yeah. heel. And but I get what you're saying. And is is hit or miss?
1: Not very good, yeah. but yeah.
0: So and, and it, it kind of I, I felt like I was kind of looking. I, at I get the what you're saying, though.
1: Bit, of like what it built built can turn like into, that. exactly. Uh, yeah, um, I 100% agree with you, and that's kind of—I mean, they. When you think about, you know, y- you try to win the lottery, and you know, you come, you draft stuff, and hope it works out this way or that. The Blue Jays are the exact thing of like all the coins coming up heads, yeah. you know, with Bichette and Vladdy and uh, Cavon Biggio, and then obviously they had the money to push in on Springer. It's just like they're the real deal, dude. This their is what entire happens to infield that-
0: is fucking stacked.
1: Yeah, and then they bought Semyon on the one-year, like, uh-huh. qualifying offer or whatever, and he is just playing in a contract year out of his fucking mind, like, 25 home runs uh-huh. and 70 RBIs at, at second base. It's like, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Cool, yeah, cool cool, 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 So, I mean, they they spent some, and I mean, now, now is their window, and thus far, they're still kind of scratching claw, but they're going to have uh, Jose Barrios from the Twins. We didn't mention that one because last episode went long, but... They bought him. They're going to have him for next year, too. Mm-hmm. So that is a legitimate piece that they just added. And if you know, is anything like his
0: dad, this dude's probably going to stay in Toronto for pretty much ever. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, back to what we were going to talk about, right? <laughs> and and uh, we struck Friday out eight times. Night, one, walked four. <laughs> mm-hmm. We we struck out eight, walked four times, which is really good for us, right? We're seeing the ball. Um and and on ball. We're, yeah, we're putting bat on ball. We're swinging at pitches that we're supposed to. Um, but what's kind of gross is that we left 17 runners on base. But we did get nine hits, which is above average for us. Um, and seven of them came from uh, Straw, Ahmed, and Jose in this yeah. one. And – All three extra base hits came from them as well. So, string it together, baby. Yeah, one, two, and three are setting the table, getting all these hits. Um, and Straw goes two for five with a double. Uh, so welcome to Cleveland. We love you. We're already big fans. Um, uh, Ahmed goes three for four with a double, and Jose goes two for five with that home run in the bottom or the top of the 10th. Sorry. Um, but clutch all, time. Yeah, altogether we went 4 for 15 with runners in scoring position, which is 267. So, a little bit of clutch hitting, not not great clutch hitting, but 4 for 15, I'll take it. I'm not going to complain about it. Yeah.
1: So, we had a lot of opportunities to blow it open, you know, with that many yeah. left on base, but hey, pitching did it and I mean, you scored 5 runs. At the end of, this, at the, end of took- the day, we won, so yeah, it's kind of one of those things that not a lot to complain about here. Yeah, so it wouldn't uh, help if overall. We did. Yeah, true. It was yeah, that is definitely true. <laughs> uh, so game two is Pleissac versus Hingen Ryu. Their ace. Hey, we come in feeling pretty damn good. Played a good brand of baseball. We secure an extra innings win in the series opener against a contending team. Uh, but again, we're gonna have our work cut out for us every game, uh, and with the different pieces of their rotation, but especially the offense. Uh, so quick scoring summary of game two on Tuesday night, bottom of the first George Springer hits a leadoff solo shot to left center field. It's his 12th of the year in the blade, the Blue Jays, excuse me, take a one nothing lead as quickly as the rules of baseball allow. And Paul, it just do be like that sometimes. It do. Um, I it believe, really do. I believe at the end of this series, spoiler, because he's going to do it again. Um, he has the most leadoff home runs from anybody since 2010. He entered the league in like 2012, just to be clear. Actually might've been 14. He might've entered the league in 14. Yeah, I think 14. And the record goes back. uh, Yeah. When he, but either way, I just remember the stat was he has the most leadoff home runs of anybody since 2010. And he didn't enter the league for either two or four more years after that. So, sir. Uh, so so not out of it yet. With two outs, Bo Bichette hits an infield single to Jose at third base. And then Robo I, I, has a passed I, ball.
0: I, I typed in George Springer, and the first thing that popped up is, is George Springer Hispanic?
1: <laughs> oh, Google. Okay. <laughs> so Bo gets an infield single, and then Robo allows a passed ball. So Bichette goes to second. But it doesn't really matter where he ended up, though, because Teoscar Hernandez it's a two-run bomb to right field. His 17th of the year. And the Blue Jays extend their lead to 3 nothing. So not having fun. And so you said 2014? Yep. So he's got the record, even though he didn't play for four more years since when that record, like back to 2010. Uh-huh. Just how many lead-off home runs he's hit. It's obnoxious. Um, so again, Blue Jays up 3-0 off of that. So just... Shit, you know. Top of the fourth, though, Jose hits a leadoff infield single uh, out of the Blue Jays' third baseman, Bravik Valera, I believe. Um, and with one out, Harold Ramirez then hits into a fielder's choice. Jose's out at second on the fo- uh, force, and then Harold is at first safely. And then with two outs, Bobby Bradley doubles to right field. That scores Harold all the way from first on a bang-bang play at the plate, and the Tribe now trails it three to one. And but, hey, got a got run Bradley's across.
0: starting to hit again.
1: Yeah, he he had a decent series. He did all right. Yeah. Uh, Bottom of the fourth, though, Blue Jays decide to get one right back here. Teoscar Hernandez hits a leadoff single to left field. And then with one out, Lourdes Gurriel doubles to right field. And then Breivik Valera grounds out to second base. That's going to bring Hernandez home. And the Blue Jays extend their lead again uh, to three, uh, you know, up by three as they lead four to one. That was a really convoluted way. (laughs) Uh, to try and mix that up, sorry. So they're leading four to one. Bottom of the fifth, George Springer hits a leadoff double to left field. And then with one out, Marcus Semien singles to left field and advances Springer to third. Still one out. Bo Bichette hits a sack fly to center field, and that scores Springer on a bang-bang play and advances Semien to second. And Blue Jays extend their lead again, and we trail it five to one now. Yep. And with two outs, Teoscar Hernandez singles to center. That's going to bring Semien around. And now the Blue Jays lead it 6-1. to one. Top of the sixth. And at two the, outs. At this Fran- point, I'm like, yeah,
0: never mind. I'm not moving to Canada.
1: They- yeah, <laughs> true. Yeah, fuck that. Top of the sixth. Two outs. Fran Mill hits a ground rule double to right center field. And then Harold comes through again with runners in scoring position. Hits a double of his own to left field. That scores Reyes. And the Tribe now trails it 6-2. to two. So let's go. But bottom of the sixth, Lourdes Gurriel draws a leadoff walk. And with one out, Reese McGuire doubles on a bunt ground ball to the shortstop Ahmed. And then still one out, George Springer hits a sack fly to left field. That brings Gurriel around. And the Blue Jays lead it 7-2. And that's how it stays as we drop uh, game two of the series. Quick line, Toronto seven runs on 12 hits and no errors. And Cleveland, two runs on seven hits and one error. Yep. Not good. Right. And I can tell you why. I mean, obviously, they scored more runs than us. That's just fundamental baseball. But, man, Plesak gives you five innings of ten hit, six earned run, no walk, no strikeout ball, takes his fourth loss of the year. And, I mean, this was just a clunker of an outing. He had a terrible first inning and a, not a good fifth inning, you know, three and one um you know two in the other and i mean just holy foot traffic 10 hits in five innings i like that there's no walks here and this team is aggressive as hell but he didn't strike out any either which you don't have to do but i mean just they're they're seeing the ball and they were freaking hitting it bad on ball and he's been 10 hits true he's been struggling ever since he's returned from the il i think he has like a five and a half or six era and he just hasn't been that lockdown guy. I mean, he performs at times. But, I mean, he's just – the last three, four starts, he's just grinding out yeah. there. You know what I mean? It's This is the same thing where you see uh, two whip, you know, and he gives you five, maybe six innings. And that's great, but, I mean, he is grinding. Yeah, um, so, I, just-
0: so I think he's kind of – he's young. He's still very young. And I think he's just kind of proven that right now he's not that he's, – he's not an – ace caliber guy right now if you know what I mean he he can't right now we're putting a lot of pressure on him to be our ace
1: because he's our I I don't know that I agree with that I think this year we know is a wash and he just needs I think the pressure is the lowest it's ever been for him right now what does he have to prove this season's done he's not like trying to like crutch the whole team until you know I have to win every time I get out there for until Bieber or Savali come back and then you know we'll make a push it's like the pressure is as little see, as it's ever going to be. I think
0: as an athlete, you have to think like that. So I think he is.
1: No, I know. I And, and he is. He's a gamer. He wants to go out there yeah. and win. He competes. I, so I was going to say the same thing. I, I don't think that's how their the brain just shuts off. But yeah. I don't think there's, there is any true pressure being put on. I mean, there's just not. I mean, you could create whatever pressure you want on yourself. But see, I think to, like, I'm not saying that the team is putting exists. it
0: on him. I think that he's putting it on himself. Yeah, and that may that very well guy, be happening. And I think
1: that he's kind of crumbling under it. Yeah. He may just not be... I mean, I think he's healthy, but maybe just still getting reps in. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know. He's still our guy. I mean, he could come out the next one and throw yeah. like eight innings of one run ball. And that's what you always know you're going to get with Plesak. He's a gamer. He's, he's the real deal. The dude and I do compete. think... I think his potential truly. If you line him up, I think Pleac has a higher ceiling than Savali. So I would I th- die on that. Hill. I
0: think that he's the best part of, uh, Trevor Bauer and Clevenger put together.
1: Yeah, that's fair. His pickoff move too. Exactly. Ooh. So I think Ooh. that he got
0: because he worked with both those guys while they were here. Obviously, him yeah. and Clevenger were
1: not. Great yes. role models.
0: Yeah. Him and Clevenger are best friends. Obviously. Yeah, not great role models, obviously, with the COVID season stuff and all that. But um, they're both damn good pitchers, so not bad people to learn from.
1: Yeah, no, so, I know. I just so I think make that, a snarky comment. Yeah.
0: So I think that – I mean, I think he got the best part of both of them in, in his game, being just a competitor and going out there. And with, with Bauer going out there and competing and talking his shit. And Clevenger going out there and and kind of staring people down like you're not gonna touch my shit, dude. Like just get off my ball
1: field. Yeah. No, I get it. He's he's got that swagger and he's got yeah. something to him, but I mean he's still gotta put it together. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh he still grinds through five and uh you know Stefan comes in, gives you two innings of one hit one walk and one run ball you can't that's baseball can't really complain and he's been um you know a bridge guy for us and then henches comes out for the first time and i can't remember how long gives you an inning of one hit one strikeout ball in the eighth and so they don't even obviously we were losing so they don't have to pitch the ninth. yeah um not really on the bullpen though three innings of one earned run ball i mean it it obviously falls on the starter there and then talk to me about this offense as well because it wasn't very good
0: Yeah. Uh. I'm going to start this off by saying that we didn't walk a single time in this one and we struck out 11 times. So not seeing the ball very well. Um, And we left 10 runners on base, which is dog shit. Um, We had seven hits um, with three of them being extra base hits, which is pretty good. Um, Three for seven. So was that Jose, Bobby? Well, Jose, Fran Bobby, Harold Harold yeah, and yeah. Mercado, yeah, uh um, yeah. all had hits in this one, um with Bobby getting Bobby two. had two, yeah. yeah, uh Ernie was in the nine hole, he had a single, um, just not a great offensive outing for us, i mean we we hit the ball decent, just not getting anything going really.
1: Yeah, I mean, you still had to work against seven runs. So yeah. any game where you don't pop off. I mean, it wasn't a great offensive showing, but I mean, at the end of the day, starting pitching lost us. We still scored um, twice,
0: which is on par for us, I feel like.
1: Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, we didn't lose because of the hitting, yeah. you know. Um, that will be the case in a game, not the next one, but the one after that. Um, so game three is going to be JC Mejia versus Steven Matz. Uh, Indians come in looking to get back in the win column. police sack obviously had that rough start and we split the series thus far. And listen, I'm going to be honest. I can't remember if I said it on here. I think I did. Wasn't I pretty brutal? And I just said, hey, don't bet any money on Wednesday night's game with Mejia. Yeah, I think uh, you want to talk about like fire and and gasoline and fire
0: has been it.
1: Yeah, and then you give them the most like hungry, aggressive swinging and most potent offense against it, and it's just like, hey, <laughs> yeah. woo! whoo! Um, like to- I do want to make it's one like point.
0: Toronto and Houston are going back and forth between the hot. Yeah, they go back
1: and forth on the like OBP slugging yeah. OPS crap like that. Um, so before this game, though, Mandy Bell tweeted out, Roberto Perez is scratched from tonight's lineup with back spasms and that Hedges will be behind the plays. So hopefully, you know, I hate to see that. It happens sometimes. The season's obviously a grind. That's being a catcher, um, and just hopefully you know he gets better. But just wanted to add that in there. So yeah, scoring summary, and there's gonna be some shooters in here. Bottom of the first. George Springer once again lead off solo shot to center field. That's his 13th of the year. Blue Jays take an early one nothing lead yet again. And with one out, Marcus Simeon singles to left field, and that's followed by a Bobuchet walk. And then with two outs, Corey Dickerson doubles to right field. That scores Semyon and Bichette. Dickerson goes to third on the throw home to try and get Bichette that second run. Um, so, but obviously he doesn't get him. He scores, and then so he gets to go to third. And now the Blue Jays are up three nothing in the bottom of the first. So going really well. Still two outs. Randall Grichik singles to center field, and that's going to bring uh, Dickerson home from third, obviously. And the Blue Jays have blown it open. In their first try. You know, they're up 4 nothing after three outs. So, not fun. Exactly what we kind of thought. Uh, bottom of the second, one out. George Springer singles to center field. Vladdy Jr. then doubles to center field. Marcus Simeon then walks to load the bases. Bo Bichette grounds out to second. That brings Scor- uh, Springer home. Vladdy goes from second to third. Simeon's out at second on the force. And Bichette, or B- excuse me, Bichette hustles. Uh, So he beats the double play ball, which would have gotten him, uh, what, out of the inning on this one? Yep. Right? Yeah, one out. So yeah, would have got him out. But Bichette hustles, beats the double play at first. Um, And now the Blue Jays are up 5 nothing because of that. And it wasn't Bottom a great throw.
0: The, the throw was rushed at first. wasn't a great throw. Pulled Bobby Bradley And even with a great bag,
1: throw. Yeah. Yeah, it, it just it wasn't. I mean... It just wasn't going to happen. Bottom of the third, one out. Randall Gritchick draws a walk, followed by a Bravik-Valera walk. Reese McGuire then doubles to right field. That's going to score Gritchick and gets Valera over to third. So now the Blue Jays are up 6 nothing. So cool, 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 cool. No doubt. Um, and still one out. George Springer doubles to center field. That scores Valera and McGuire. And now the game is just, I mean, it's already open, but the game's blown wide open. Um, because the blue Jays are up eight Oh, and I gotta be honest with you. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was saying I checked out on this game. I didn't really watch a ton anyway. I think I watched the first three innings and I was just like, yep, this is exactly what I would have put money on happening. And I don't even remember what I did in this game. Uh, Yeah. I mean, who would really want to watch Uh it? And I ended up going to bed without checking back in. So when I woke up in the morning, I saw a tweet from the Indians and it said, uh, at least, you know, we had fight in us. And I'm thinking you lost eight nothing probably. What do you, because my phone usually will show me the scoring and it didn't show anything. And so I didn't, I don't know. And I looked and I double checked and I'm like, why would they say that in, you know, eight, eight, and it was eight, six. And I was like six and zero at a quick glance. I'm like, whoa, Mm -hmm. okay. Is that well, what you're going to kind of talk about? No, like, we no, had a little I, fight in this was, one.
0: No, it was kind of going to be like a dumb joke. Anytime I see McGuire, my mind automatically goes to Mark McGuire. So I have to do like a double glance. Because I, like, I don't think yeah. his kids have <laughs> <in> baseball, but.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, not not quite the same there. And not yeah. spelled the same, but that's yeah. funny. Every um, time I see it, I'm so, like, wait, hold on, what? <laughs> yeah. So top of the eighth, Fran Mill hits a leadoff single to center field. And that's followed by a Bobby Bradley single to left field. Oscar Mercado then singles to center field. So hey, uh, just keep them going. there. small ball that loads the bases. Still nobody out. Owen Miller hits a bases clearing double to left field. Franmil Bobby and, and Mercado all this, score.
0: This double literally just snuck in outside the line. They were playing him to a shift to right field, Ooh, and he okay. kind of went oppo on him, and it just snuck inside the line. And Let's just go clears the bases all the way to the corner. Ooh.
1: Let's take it. Um, Little cue shot. And hey, so the Tribe now trails eight to three. Uh, Still nobody out. Austin Hedges singles to left field. That gets Owen Miller over to third. And then Bobby, or I'm sorry, Bradley Zimmer then hits a sack fly to right field. And that's going to score Miller. And now the Tribe trails it eight to four. Top of the ninth, Jose Ramirez, leadoff solo shot to right center field. That's his 24th of the year and the Tribe now trails at 8 to 5. Okay. Okay, I'm ready to get hurt again. And then with two outs, Oscar Mercado hits a solo shot to left field. His second of the year and the Tribe now trails at 8 to 6. Mercado's- but unfortunately, Paul, that's where the magic stops. Yeah. 8 runs is too big a mountain to climb and we drop game 3. Mercado's home run
0: was the definition of a laser beam.
1: This thing was literally... I don't think I ever saw
0: it. It was a line drive that just got out in probably like 0.23 seconds.
1: Really? Yeah. It's like...
0: (laughs) Yeah. Because I remember I I watched the... Once I saw the the 8th inning, I was like, oh, shit. Okay. And I turned it on. I remember seeing this, and I was like, what the fuck just happened?
1: Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go back and actually watch the highlight of Mercado's yeah. uh, home run that it was that much of a laser. Do, you but, should
0: do it right now. We can get your live
1: reaction on it. All right, let's see. Give the people what they want. Scared my AirPods. I know. I'm scared my AirPods are going to connect to my phone.
0: Well, then I'll just entertain the people while you reconnect your AirPods to your laptop. I think we're okay so far. Let's see. Uh, oh God, this needs to happen faster. Well, you can just go to settings, disconnect your AirPods from your phone.
1: Oh. No, I'm good. We're good so far. I'm more just trying to find the video. It should switch over. We'll see. Oscar Mercado's four hit game. Let's go towards the end of this. Let's see this laser shot. I'm sure everybody loves listening to this. We're about to get Usually you can just watch the one.
0: We're about to get his real time reaction. Look at him. So serious. Isn't he cute when he's super serious?
1: I am. Let's see. Hang on. Here we go. (laughs) Whoa, yeah, he... <laughs> yeah, he torched that thing. He torched that. Yeah. I will say, I, I, I'll i be completely honest, it didn't get out as fast in my mind it was going to happen, but yeah, I mean, it's a laser. <laughs> so, uh, that, was, that yeah. was a laser beam. I hit a four-hit night, man. But, yeah. quick line, Toronto, eight runs, ten hits, no errors. Cleveland, six runs, 15 hits, no errors. And, I mean... We can move it, not move through it quickly, but, you know, as far as the starting pitcher, Mejia, two and a third, seven hits, four walks, eight earned runs, no strikeouts, and a loss. I mean, he's got a shit absolutely rocked. And, I mean, there's just nothing really left to say. He's not a starter. A you fed him to the freaking wolves. What I mean, what did you think was going to happen? You try and get some length out of him, so you just keep him out there. And there was a couple times where it was just like, Yeah, it was a lot of two. Hey, kudos. Two out hitting, you know, by the Blue Jays, but just two and a third. He got seven outs, but gave up eight earned runs. And so now the bullpen has to come in. You know what I mean? And whenever
0: JC Mejia is scheduled to start, I kind of just automatically write it off as a bullpen game.
1: Yeah, I'm not even trying to be a dick. I also just write it off as a loss. Yeah. I, it's just—I mean, he's one in seven with an eight-seven-five ERA, and really his ER—I mean, I just don't even put him on the who's not because it's just like, what are we going to do here? You know? Um, you need to—but I need mean, to start
0: I, a list of like who's getting dicked.
1: Yeah, I mean his yeah, <laughs> the dicked list. You've heard of Schindler's List. Now, look at the dick list. <laughs> That's that's a tough crossover. So bullpens has to give you five and two-thirds. I know. Uh, five and two-thirds. And they only give up three hits, no runs, in one walk across five strikeouts. Yeah. So they you ask them to give you a solid starter workload. And they give you a perfect side of the triangle, basically. Garza gives you an inning and two-thirds of two-hit and two-strikeout ball. His ERA is now 2.03. Okay. Henches gives you an inning of one hit, one you know, one walk in the fifth inning. Excuse me, that was a little confusing. Wickren gives you an inning and two thirds of perfect ball with three strikeouts. And he's starting to settle in a little bit lately after, you know, some I know he had that the walk off, but I mean that's baseball. But I mean just recently he worked out of that bases loaded, no out yeah. jam with the strike and, I mean he's there's some optics there that it's settling in a little bit. And then Parker doesn't shit his pants, uh, but he finishes his off the last four outs of perfect baseball. He's got a 2 RA. So, like, it's just so frustrating with the triangle. And right? he, he,
0: you want to get through stuff fast.
1: So he just makes quick work of it. True. and he, I mean, he only threw 16 pitches, 10 strikes. So yeah. Damn, he was efficient. He's like, I got a boom. Um but here's the thing. It's just so frustrating when, you know, the, the the triangle, right? Okay. The bullpen one is like the most, what is it called? An isosceles or whatever. I know I'm supposed to usually be. It's like the perfect triangle. It's just gorgeous. It's shine. It's the, you know, it's what is it? The Lux or whatever in Vegas. It's just like the sexiest side of a triangle pyramid ever. And then the other one is like you ran over it a couple times. You put it in like a furnace and, you know. It's rusty, and that's like the start from JC Mejia. Is like you're not even given five innings of like five hit five run ball. You know where something, and then like it's like you're out of you're out of this one.
0: Then the offense like it starts off real shitty, and then all of a sudden it's the straightest fucking line you've ever
1: seen in your entire life. It's just it's just like why can't we get like five you know a quality start five innings three earned runs and bullpen gives up two runs. You know, that kind of stuff. Instead, it's like this teeter-totter
0: of perfection
1: and true. God, it's so frustrating. But talk to me about the offense, too, because, Um, wow, we we had 15 hits. The
0: offense was not good in this one. Like, we were very mediocre. Well, 15 hits, but. Uh, Yeah, but we struck out 12 times, only walked twice. Uh, I know,
1: and this is the good one.
0: We left 22 fucking runners on base.
1: And that's why we only had six runs with 15 hits. Yeah. 22 left on base. Only three of them
0: were extra base hits. Owen Miller had the bases clearing That's double. the big thing. Uh, three then, extra
1: base hits out of 15.
0: And then Jose and Mercado both had those solo shots. Uh, we went three for nine with runners in scoring position, which batting 333, repeating, of course. Uh, yeah, repeating, of course. Yeah, with runners in scoring position, but...
1: Outside of Owen Miller yeah. couldn't get the big couldn't hits. Do anything. Like
0: and uh Ahmed and Jose both left five runners on base. So there's ten. And then Owen Miller left four runners on base. So there's fourteen of the twenty-two between three players.
1: Yep. And Owen drove in three. Yeah. That's what's crazy when you really think about that. Like he strikes out, and that number's uh. ugh. <laughs> You know what I mean? I mean, coulda, shoulda, woulda, but 22... The way I put it, you know, because I kept saying only three extra base hits out of 15, is I kind of say it like this. That means we had 12 singles, which is great. But 12 singles, it's not going to... Yeah. You've got to hit the ball a little harder. You got some of those, right? Five, six extra base hits, and we might have been in this game or won it. But um, with this loss, I saw a stat. The Indians fall to 52 and 53. Ooh, sad, scary hours and slipped below 500 for the first time in 80 games, which is honestly impressive as hell, considering we literally don't have a rotation. Um, And we were last sub 500 on May 1st, when we only had 12 wins and 13 losses, and we had a reigning Cy Young in the rotation. Just a good little stat, you know?
0: Yeah, it's super frustrating, because we talked about before we started, and kind of in the group chat a little bit, we're playing better baseball than I feel like we have all year. We just can't seem mm-hmm. to win now.
1: It That's what is frustrating is the brand of baseball we're putting on is like more attractive than when we were somehow squeaking out at a 500 clip, hoping we could get to the all-star break, but you know, dragging on like Lieutenant Dan out of his wheelchair, yeah. right? like what's going on here. Um, but we we're, we're playing better baseball than yeah. that and it's just mind blowing we're but playing, i will say it also encourages me because i've turned the page on this year so instead of frustrating it's like okay it's encouraging and you know it, we've it, been
0: playing really good baseball teams true like we haven't really had a we talked about we talked about uh Cal Cal Quantrill starts lately all four of them were against Like, his last four win for against fucking really good baseball teams.
1: Like, after the all-star
0: break, we've been playing squads.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is brutal.
0: And then it's not getting any easier. True. Uh, And a little sneak peek. We'll probably bring it up maybe not next Tuesday, maybe next Thursday. Our schedule for 2022 came released. And the first month of that schedule, holy fucking shit.
1: No, the whole year. There's like no dead spots in that. It's like every other one is against contending. Yeah. There's also a lot of teams trying to contend right now, which isn't always the case. I know, I mean, everybody's trying, but the windows don't always align. When you look at it, there's a lot of people like kind of trying to... You okay there on your end? Someone making tea?
0: No, someone's...
1: I guess they're working on...
0: A a lady moved out of the apartment across the across the uh, way they're cleaning it up
1: and they're like working on it and stuff oh god what a bitch i hated yeah. her and it's 401 fucking, what a hoe
0: it's, it's almost six o'clock what the fuck are you doing
1: get a beer but um yeah no that schedule let's talk about it probably two episodes from now but yeah there's that i kept looking at it and then i looked at it again and i'm like I know schedules fluctuate, but we 2022 does not have any like stretches. I'm like, God, this is not a nice schedule. Yeah. But anyway. Dick. So game four. Yeah, true. Game four, McKenzie versus uh Ross chicken strips. Um Indians come in. Hey, we dropped the last two games in a row. When I was editing split-
0: the last podcast, <laughs> I started laughing really hard again. It's just so fucking dumb. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I'm glad you like it, though. I, It's funny. Some stuff I think is so clever. Uh, it's just like stupid shit that are, I don't even think about that really gets you. Um, but hey, we, we dropped the last two games in a row, and we kind of hope to split the series on Thursday night's uh, series finale. Um, quick scoring summary, and it is quick. Bottom of the fourth, one out. Vladdy Jr. singles the left field, and then with two outs, Bo Bichette hits a two-run bomb the left center field. That's his 20th of the year and the Blue Jays take a 2-0 lead. It just do be like that sometimes. Yeah. Um, bottom of the sixth, two outs. Marcus Simeon doubles to left field, followed by a Bo single to center field that scores Simeon and extends the Blue Jays' lead to 3-0. And that's it, Paul. Tribes' uh, bats fall dead silent. They drop their third in a row to the Blue Jays, and we lose the series. Quick line, Toronto, three runs on five hits and one error. Cleveland, no runs, on three hits, and no errors.
0: And I want to say, right before you get into McKenzie's stats, which are fucking bonkers, I'm starting to think that I can predict the fucking future at this point. Yeah. Because you... Saying that
1: watch him shove, right? Yep, he doesn't know um, what you were saying. Because you
0: were talking about his Instagram thoughts, man. And you talked about... Let me just talk about this, because I'm kind of proud of proud of... My my foreshadowing here. You're talking about his Instagram thoughts, and he you. gets kind of offended when you do that. He gives you seven innings, which is fucking nuts. Not only did he give you length, he, gave, he pitched seven innings of five-hit baseball, three earned runs, no walks, and four strikeouts. His downfall lately has been walks, not throwing any, and he only gave up three runs to one of the, if not the best offense in baseball, and... Not only did he give up three runs to debate the best offense in baseball, to some of the best hitters in baseball with Marcus Simeon, Vladdy Jr., and Bo Bichette.
1: Yeah, like it just do be like that. You go seven innings of three-run ball, you more than put your team in a position yep. to win. Like that's not and your fault. Brian you Charles know what I mean? Like that's a grab-
0: gives you an inning. Uh, he hit Vladdy on the hand in this one, I want to say. Um, so he had the one-hit pitch. One hit by pitch. But other than that, he doesn't give up a hit. So pretty much he gives you a hitless uh, a hitless eighth. But, yeah, like the pitching was there. You had both
1: sides we, of the triangle. You had two yep. sides of the triangle. You had a roof, right? And, yeah, true. We had the roof to get under. Yep. But our offense, I like the role change here a little bit. So yeah. our offense, seven strikeouts. Two walks, so not too shabby. I mean, right? The strikeouts, yeah. we'll take that all day. Walks, eh, whatever. 12 left on base is just not good at all. And obviously, that's not very good in general, but especially when you only have three hits, um, you know, that's that's not it. Lot, still some opportunities there and clearly not getting it done because, you know, they throw up at a goose egg. Um, three hits. And I mean, that's 100% why we lost. Ahmed, Franmil and Owen each had a single, but that's literally it. No yep. extra base hits and I Paul there's not really anything else to say because you McKenzie pitched out of his mind, did more than you could ask for and on top of just not only a hell of a start, 7 innings when the bullpen had to really give you a lot of innings this series. Yep. You Shaw comes in, throws 15 pitches um and gives you one inning and unfortunately we don't need a ninth because you know away team and losing so but you still you know baseball's a marathon not a sprint we're going to be talking about we're going to face the tigers and you you give them almost a night off basically you yeah. know and and this does a lot when you try and see the bigger picture And a lot to like about this one, other than the offense literally took the night off.
0: Yeah, and they three hits, especially when someone who's been so up and down like Tristan McKenzie gives you an absolute fucking gem of a night.
1: And then you spoil it with not even a single run. And what's tough is, is like uh, Ross Chicken Strips is on my fantasy team. But I mean, he's like a fifth, sixth starter. And it's frustrating that he beat us on that night. Um, like I'll take the win for my fantasy team and all the good stats. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, I'm a, a guardians fan and um, you got to keep like trying that out. So it like becomes more yeah, natural. Guards up, baby. Guards um, up. Uh, but he's maybe, not, maybe it's like a should
0: trademark that before they do.
1: True. Do, or do, before do, the roller derby, the, the roller, co-ed roller derby do, team does. Do the stand.
0: roller derby team better than the roller derby
1: team does. Hey, yo, Won't apologize for it. Nope. Um, But I forgot where I was going with that. Oh, just that Stripling is not like a dude, dude. He's like that bulk relief five innings. Uh I mean, he's a starter, but like you get five innings out of him and you're happy. Three earned runs and you move on with your life. Yeah. So the fact that he bent us over, like he took us to, he took us back to his place, KFC. Um, (laughs) Because the chicken strips? uh, yeah, because the chicken strips, which I guess KFC might not be the best no, one, it was just the easiest thing. Chick Fil A, true, which is super overrated. Uh, don't oh, have me. Oh no, and way too expensive um, it's for the quality Lord's
0: chicken. How dare you?
1: No, I'll die on that. Fuck that. You're gonna I'm gonna get real mad. Uh, you can like, see it on my face. You're gonna
0: have like a bunch of like sixteen to like twenty eight year old white chicks coming at you
1: i don't know what to say to that i don't want it i don't want it i'm a happily married man but i will fight a bitch so i don't really that's what i'm saying
0: they're gonna be very mad at that statement because no i
1: know i'm just saying i i just i'll fight a bitch i don't i don't really know what to say (laughs) um i'm too self-important to act like i won't fight some people yeah um But anyway, so it's just frustrating who did it to us. I mean, he had a great night, obviously, but just like knowing a little bit more about him, all jokes aside, it's like, damn it. (laughs) That's one that I thought, I thought we were going to see like a five, six to five game in that one. That was kind of my guess. Yeah. It's kind of the exact opposite. So that's how it goes. Anyway, let's go to who's hot. Talk to me about this.
0: So Cal Quantrill's staying on. Uh, We talked about his last four starts uh, in the last episode. Uh, because he didn't pitch in this one, so he didn't do anything to not deserve to be on. But
1: he's pitching way too fucking well, and he's going to go tonight against and the he's Tigers. Pitching that that night, like
0: uh, in about an hour against the Tigers. Ooh.
1: So, uh, wait, isn't it a seven o'clock start? Oh, it's five fifty nine. I just had a stroke. Sorry, for whatever reason, I saw six. <laughs> Stupid
0: Alex. God. Um I know. But uh yeah, so um he's staying on, and hopefully he can keep pitching against a team that's been heating up lately, honestly. And if you would have asked me after the first month of baseball if the Tigers would be a hot team at any point this year, I would have called you a crack baby.
1: <laughs> that's okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um <laughs> Franmel staying on the list. Uh he's he's kind of turned down on the stove. He's at like a 7.75 um in the white Sox series he went five for 13 like we talked about um but in this blue jay series he went four for 15 with three runs no rbis three walks which you love to see seven strikeouts which is a bit high for my liking um yeah i mean he had three singles and a double in this one which was that ground rule double that we talked about uh but he has a really good obp like He's what seven seven four was that plus three seven for eighteen, getting on base. Yeah, so yeah, we'll take it. I'll eat that up all day.
1: Yeah, and that's what I like just not a lot of power, not a lot of production. Yeah, but uh, like I mean, you three, said, three eighty nine OBP. is Roger Center's the not is. really
0: a big hitter's park. Like center field, super deep down the lines, not super mm-hmm. deep. But Fran mill a lot of Fran Mill's home runs are to like left center, right center. Like he doesn't go down. Oh, no, he line hits a in lot. the center too. Yeah, but it's I like get it. I mean, it just from left center to right center. Like that's his bread and butter. He doesn't go like down the line a lot. Like like you see Jose. Jose goes down the line mm-hmm. a lot. He pulls. I think mm-hmm. every single one of his home runs this year have been to the pool side.
1: Basically, yeah, he loves the right field and shit. Yeah, so I think um, that... or obviously switch hitting, he hit it to the left yeah. one in this one. That's what right? I'm saying.
0: But I think all of his home. I, I legitimately think that all of his home runs have been to the pool side.
1: Uh, um, had a good series, but yeah. I think we had him at a nine, and like this just uh-uh. isn't a yeah. nine performance. So, um, 7.75.
0: And then Ahmed Rosario is going to get put on because in this series, he goes five for 16 with a run and RBI, three stolen bases because he's fast, uh, two walks Room. and four strikeouts. Um, he had the four singles and a double, but those three stolen bases getting yourself on and over into scoring position so we can't bring you in. Love to see it. Or can no can't because we're terrible at hitting with people on base. Oh, gotcha. All right, that was yeah, intentional. I love yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, he's a high OBP as well. Good OBP.
1: His is seven for eighteen again. So yeah. what? Three eighty nine. Wasn't that the same what we said for um for so, Fran so. He was already on. You said putting him on, but he's going from a nine to an eight point yeah. five. So but he had so a little better series. than Fran Fran Mill
0: was seven for eighteen. A med seven for nineteen. No, it's eighteen. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's a three eighty nine OBP, yeah. which again, from your two hole hitter, two. Yes, please.
0: Love to see it. And then Jose is going to be on our uh, watch list, a little warm up, because uh, he goes four yeah, for back fourteen on. with two runs, three RBIs, those two homers, which uh, he had the two run shot in the tenth to close the door,
1: which really, I mean, and then being the, the able to be a three shot, instead of one.
0: But what I love yeah. to see is the no strikeouts,
1: which means he's no walks he, and he, no strikeouts. Yeah,
0: he's going, well, I don't want I don't like to see the no walks,
1: but the, yeah, but if you hit four for 14. Yeah. But the no yeah. strikeouts,
0: mm, that means he's starting to see the, because he was striking out a lot, but he's starting to see the mm. ball again. He's starting to put quote, my favorite quote, bat on ball, um, a little bit of Bob. Yeah. Bat on ball I'm about to get those put on t-shirts. I'm about to get that put on t-shirts. Yeah. Just Bob bat <laughs> on ball. Um, but yeah, he's starting he's starting to hit the ball again, which we need from him because he's supposed to be our guy. He's our true. Vlad Jr. He's our He's supposed to be our face.
1: True. I mean he's a top ten player. Yeah. When he's when, when he's on going he's a top just 10 crazy. Player.
0: Yeah. There's a reason true. why he was selected the All Star game for us, even though that he hasn't he wasn't having a good year. This is true.
1: I mean, he is, but I, I, I know what you mean.
0: Yeah. Well, he's not having a Jose Ramirez year.
1: That's true. Home runs are looking good. OPS is good on bait. It's more the average. Yeah. he just got a, I'm, I'm hoping he really pops off here.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, but we're going to go ahead and go down to the who's not list. He didn't hear me, um, even though he only played in the one game. But Robo, got to keep him on. Um went 0 for three with two strikeouts. But he's, so he's 0, for, 0 for his last twenty two with eleven strikeouts. <sighs> and since we're on the subject of Robo, right, going from Robo to Austin Hedges. Austin Hedges is starting to talk shit and I love it.
1: Yeah. I he saw should it. because starting Can to like him more than yeah. Robo. Because Robo can't hit a fucking broadside of a barn. Yeah.
0: And Austin Hedges is turning around talking shit to UMS while he's batting, which is hilarious.
1: Let's go. Love uh, to see uh, it. uh,
0: He's probably talking shit to batters because that's just baseball. And that just, I hope so because I hope every catcher does it because that's the most, that's the best part about being a catcher. It's the most fun. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm becoming more and more. I'm always going to love Robo. Robo's my man. Um, but I'm starting to become more and more of an Austin Hedges fan. And Bo Naylor's, Bo Naylor's our future catcher. He's our guy. And With it, Hedges, probably. Yeah, it's looking like maybe not next year for Naylor. Maybe 22. But, yeah, Naylor, Naylor's our future. I can't wait to see him up here and for people... For him to become a household name. Because Bo Naylor is a baller.
1: True. What's tough with Robo. Is like his defense has been. Like a lot. Some passed balls. Some throwing errors. And then like he can't hit the broad side of a barn. I'm kind of done with him. Like I know that's super knee jerk. And I I, want to fully admit that. I want to fully admit that is like super knee jerk. This happens to players. You know it's not really credible what I'm saying. But, I don't know. You, I can't, I cannot stomach somebody hitting 150. I can't fucking do it. I can't. I don't care if he doesn't ever give up a pass ball. I don't care. You can't hit one fucking 50. You can't. I don't subscribe to that. Like, baseball has moved away to where the defensive stuff is so important. And it is really important. You would never, 10, 15, 20 years ago, ever, even get to AAA hitting 150. They'd send your ass down so fucking fast, your head would spin. You'd accidentally show up to like football training camp. They'd send you back down so fast. Like, it's you cannot, you cannot hit 150. You cannot. Here's the It thing. is a gaping he's, fucking hole. I
0: think what they're seeing is this dude just got off the aisle. Like, he's been off the aisle for like a month now. He just yeah. hasn't gotten into it after that this dude yeah, had, did at first and then now dude, he's like he had hand surgery which what's the most yeah. Im, what's the most important part of your body in baseball your hands yeah this yeah, dude exactly. literally had a rod put in his hand like
1: yeah obviously i know i and again smart. this year if he's still hurting you know like just sit him you know just Who like gonna call up give him some time ryan lavarnway right isn't he at triple a i thought somebody i do i don't know Uh, Then bring up what's-his-dick from the tires that we signed. Uh, uh, What? JC or something, Wilson or Ramos? What's his name? Wilson Ramos? Yeah, right? Wilson Ramos? Maybe. Isn't that the guy we signed? Or am I mixing names? And we're like, dude, this dude's a shooter. I can
0: look look up our AAA catchers. I thought we released LeVarnway, though.
1: Yeah, we might have. But that other guy, just I'm saying if he's hurt, right? And it's just... He's 32. I was just thinking about this the other day. He's 32. He'll turn 33 in the off season, um, and we got him for what one more year. And then, honestly, I think you move on from Robo. I just he's not going to be part of the future. And Hedges is clearly how long do we have left with him? With Hedges, I have nothing against him, but it's just like dog. I'm just starting to see, you know, let's turn the regime over, right? And it's just yeah. his very best year. Okay. His very best year was 2019 when he popped off out of nowhere, right? 239, a 321 OBP, which isn't anything special. 452 slugging, 774 OPS. That's all about league average, except for the uh, OPS is a little above, uh, but nothing to write home about. From a catcher, we'll take it. And that's when he had 24 home runs. So hell, hell yeah. Every other year, right? he's been bad in, he's played in 70 plus games he played in 119 in 2019 good god all right so 2015 228 average 183 207 168 the 239 165 136 his he's got what is it 5, 1400 major league at bats in his career is a 207 batting average a 298 obp which is bad 361 slugging bad 658 ops bad and again, the defense, amazing. And I'm not going to argue that, but like, I'm just kind of done with him. But when we start thinking about the there's future. There's something
0: about a player like Robo that you can't measure with numbers. And it's his leadership on a baseball field with a young team.
1: Yeah, which is important. It is. I'm just saying, once he's done with this contract, we move on from him. Because I think we got him for one more year, and then he's not part of the future. Yeah, I agree with that. Just because, like, even if you hit 225, that's bad. You guys were in
0: the group chat, like, get him off the team, or at least your brother was like, get him off the team now. We do not need – No, not now. His defense is not worth it. Like, first off, Nick, not going to lie, you don't really know shit about baseball. But, like, (laughs) there's something so – like, you can't measure a player like Robo with numbers. Same yeah. thing like with Yadier Molina Yadier Molina is a Yeah, but Yadier Molina fucking hits. Not I get what you. you're saying. Yadier Molina uh, goes up and down with his with his offense. Uh, there's a there's something about a player like that who is to oh, their the core hits. to their core a leader.
1: Yeah. That I don't a, know about to his core. Who? But Yadier he is Molina? a leader. No, no, Yachty is. Yeah. I'm saying Robo. Robo is not a Yachty type leader. He's not. By the way, Yachty in the last couple, I'll go back 11 years 304, 293, 262, 305, 315, 319, 282, 270, 307, 273, 261, 270, 262. Motherfucker hits yeah okay that's why he's one of the best catchers of our generation but i'm that that is See, an exception not the rule that is you cannot benchmark yadi and i'm but i'm just saying that dude is a monster i'm gassing him up for so, you the dude
0: so what the, i'll use the example i used in our group chat that one day right i would rather have a player like roberto perez who hits like below average but is a elite defensive player than a will or not will smith a um why can't i think of his name now for the yankees
1: oh gary sanchez gary sanchez i would agree like raw gary sanchez but now gary sanchez is just like an average ish defender not even he's also
0: he's still a below average catching defender
1: yeah i think it's somewhere in between you don't need robo who's 99 overall defense Four overall offense. And you don't need 90 overall with like 10 defense, like Sanchez, like really young Sanchez. But if you could get somewhere like 70, 30, 65, 35, well, yeah, that's what I'll, what I'll take. I'll sacrifice about, the 25 for a little more. I mean, like,
0: obviously you'd want a well-rounded player at every position. Like that argument's dumb too. I'm saying I would rather have- you get real fired up. Dude, I will die on this hill so i'm with you i am a i I like defense first 100% rather have someone like robo than gary sanchez
1: but i would agree but that those are two extremes again and that's all i'm saying you're looking at literally the opposites yeah of course we are holy shit bad holy shit good defense way more offense than you would ever expect what i'm saying i would rather have no i know i'm saying something in between like just something a little uh, more you want
0: someone that can hit and both like at every position i'm not saying 50, 50
1: 50 i know but that's what you're saying it's stupid that's just just chill for a second i i'm not saying 50 50 obviously that's perfect i'm saying just take a little off the defense i would give up an a plus defense for an a minus b plus defense if it means he's gonna fucking hit 225 i would all day but that's the up thing all you day his stats normally he does hit around <laughs> no he doesn't he's so bad 207 and 1500 at bats i just there there is a line i i, I hate this because i love defense i love defense i love it so much and it's this really dude important went, like, to three
0: years without a passed
1: ball i know and that's incredible and it, it, it is but now that it's like it's just deteriorating many, and there is how many a line
0: pitchers has this guy called games for a lot yes which is I know again is, I love it which is way more valuable than than batting 225 in my opinion
1: oh, he's been like 134 though that's all I'm just saying there's he can't bat 134 you got you it's it, in my opinion it's like blasphemy right
0: now like the like Roberto Perez was such a, in my opinion a very crucial part about 2016.
1: He was. We're on record, like, literally on the podcast episodes of me, uh, me saying the same thing. I get it. I'm not saying throwing him to the side. I'm not saying that. It's just, like, it's going to be time to move on from him. And it really bothers me that he hits, like, 130. It's absolutely unacceptable. Anyway. My beer's gone. J.C. JC Mejia right sucks, now. too. Yeah, J.C. <laughs> JC Mejia sucks, too. I pulled up his July... In five starts, yeah, he had got a 10, like 47
0: five, ERA right now.
1: 10 five, 5 ERA. He gave up, the least amount of runs he gave up was four in a game. He gave that up twice, five and one, two, or six and two games. Eight home runs, 12 walks, um, 27 hits. He pitched in five starts, 21 innings. Nice. Yeah, not good, and gave up 25 earned runs. So, just to de- de-escalate slightly the situation Uh, He's real bad. Anyway, AL Central standings, not good. We lose three in a row to the division leader. So now we're nine and a half back. Four and six, or I'm sorry, that, whoa, had a stroke. Sorry, lost three in a row coming off of losing the series to the White Sox. And then we lost three in a row to the Blue Jays. Uh, So we're nine and a half back of the White Sox. They lost two in a row at least. So, but I mean, we're not in the division. What's sad is Detroit is only 11 games back, a game and a half back behind of us. God, don't give up second place. Like at least just let me have that. Well, I you know, to say we're going are you with me on against that against
0: the Tigers? And I think we're going to play the Tigers well. We always do.
1: Yeah, I think I we do this year not as well, but I feel good about the brand of baseball we're playing to hopefully sweep or get some wins. Yeah. But they're six and four in their last ten. Uh, but I'm spoiling a little bit. And then KC's in fourth with fifteen games behind, and then Minnesota seventeen games behind. I just don't even care about this, and neither should anybody. Uh, just don't like, go a second place Cleveland. Good God, wild card. Listen, uh, Boston, because the Rays are winning
0: before you get into this, you broke your rule, your rule.
1: I know I did. I broke the rule and because we're under 500, um, I broke my own rule. I, as I was doing it, I was like, I'm going to have to explain it. Listen, we're seven and a half back from the wild card. Um, we've lost three in a row. We're two games under 500. Uh, you know, this season's done and it wasn't just from that series, you know, it's just level setting expectations, but, um, Yeah, so quick thing. Boston has a a two-and-a-half game lead for the first wild card. Uh, Oakland is still that second spot. New York's a a game-and-a-half back, then Toronto at two-and-a-half, then Seattle at three-and-a-half, and and L.A. has jumped us because they won three in a row, and we lost three in a row, and they're six back. So um, right now it's looking like Seattle's slipping. They've lost their four and six after that hot start, right? Um, Oakland's getting their shit together a little bit. They're playing, like, 500 over their last ten so it's kind of looking like New York and Toronto chasing that second wild card spot. But, yeah, that's that. Anyway, news is a little light, Paul. Um, but as we kind of wrap this up here, why don't you walk me through it?
0: Yeah. Uh, right now I'm trying to fuck with the picture that is in our notes because I can't see the whole thing. So give me a second. Oh, is it like cancerous? Yeah. It's oh, you're, you're good. So um, do you want to go through and talk about – Well, the first thing is that uh, the, the biggest news, in my opinion, is that Terry Francona is doing good after his surgery.
1: Yep. Um
0: absolutely. He's up walking around. Uh it sounds like he's in good spirits. Uh and hopefully he can get back because fuck he is on un- the Terry Francona is another one of those things. It's just unmeasurable. Uh the amount that he affects our ball club.
1: Yeah, he's a monster. Yep, so. Um, there was there was a quote from Mandy Bell that said uh DeMarlo Hale on Tito and he said he's doing good. Try not to bug him. He had a short conversation, but from the sound of his voice, thought it went well. He's up and moving about, so that's good to hear and see. So just kind of, you know, let him be. But
0: Yeah. Um, and then this one is kind of small.
1: Oh, I got it. So Indians on Tuesday quoted uh, President oh, yeah. Chris Antonetti, who on Bull and Fox, uh, that's just their Twitter ad. I don't know the show, probably local something or other, um, said... And I quote, my expectation is our payroll, our good God. Okay. My expectation is our payroll will grow in 2022. So here's the thing. That sounds exciting and it'll probably happen. But listen, our payroll is going to naturally grow by arbitration because we owe a lot of guys arbitration. So like the cynic in me is like, Take that how you want. I do think they'll they'll spend a little bit, hopefully, but I mean it's going to go up by like ten million no matter what. Probably well, eight the thing to ten is, is
0: how the fuck is our payroll going to go down?
1: True. <laughs> like <laughs> that's actually an even uh, that's actually an even simpler thought. Yeah.
0: Like there there's we would have to literally try so hard. Like the Dolans would have to be like, you know what? We want to be bad and just sell everyone. For our payroll, yeah. I mean to go if you down. get rid
1: of if you get rid of Jose if Jose moves, I mean you're down to like sub thirty active payroll and sub fifty Yeah. we're already sub fifty. We'd be like sub forty. It's nuts. But I mean we'll try and take it at surface value, right? Mm-hmm. Surface, surface value and try and be positive. Is hopefully they add some stuff. Yeah. They certainly gonna have the money. We're gonna have the new name. That would be a good marketing strategy from them. You know, the of, new to try stadium and garner interest. Be yeah, it's exciting. Yeah. Did your picture ever load, or do I, I need to, to go, go back through? to the
0: notes? Because I, I usually copy and paste them into something so I can make the text bigger because I'm blind as shit.
1: Uh, but so this is obscure. Can I set the table real fast? This is super sure, obscure. Sure. I took this picture while watching TV of watching quick pitch, like the little MLB network uh, show that basically is like the Sports Center only for baseball. And so it's super obscure, but I was like, damn, I didn't know that. So it's all yours. Yeah, I just so, want to set the table of how random this was. Uh,
0: right now, the Boston Red Sox are leading the league uh, in wins while up by four runs. They are 36-0. and They have the best record in baseball when it comes to winning by four runs. And second place is the Cleveland Indians slash Guardians at 24-0. So when we go up by four runs, we're undefeated. The problem is, our getting cannot hit with runners in scoring position or people on base. So we never, we've only scored four runs. We've only led by four runs twenty four times.
1: Yeah, and then the, it's amazing. Yeah. I saw it and I like looked up and I was like, wait, what? Yeah, the Brewers are thirty. I was like, I got to take a picture. Thirty eight and one. It's a sign of a good team. It's like those little underlying things where we have all these cracks, but it's like, damn it. This team is like, it was playing a lot better than it needs to. And we have the pieces. It's very, it's almost like we shouldn't be this good or like little shit like that doesn't make me happy as much as I'm like, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing we could really do with this year. We really were never going to contend contend, but it's just like the, the quality of the club. That's, that's a nice little thing. All right. The next one's all yours. Cause I know you're pumped. Sorry.
0: Um, yeah, this is something I'm very excited about. Obviously, everyone knows the Olympics is going on. Um, but huge shout out to the uh, the baseball team. Uh, they're playing Japan tomorrow morning at six in the morning uh, for the gold medal game, which we'll probably recap. Uh, the, <laughs> but we'll probably recap the uh, their their run that they've had a little bit on the episode on Tuesday. Uh, kind of yeah. talk about how, how they got there, the, the players that are on their team. Cause they've got some ballers on that team, uh, on their yeah. roster. A lot of college players, which, uh, I like to see give these people some, some TV time, get, let them, let them build up a little bit. Um, yeah, but yeah, they're playing Japan. Obviously everyone knows Japan is huge on baseball and this will probably be the last time we see baseball in the Olympics. So it's huge. Really? Yeah, so uh little little history lesson, right? Baseball's not always in the Olympics. It's only it hasn't been in the Olympics for a long time since like the early yeah, I the, thought like, it the, was, the, the, I think it was like the late 90s early 2000s maybe. Yeah, um, that sounds right. So the reason why baseball's in the Olympics, baseball and softball are in the Olympics this year is because the host country has the ability to add one game like one event to the Olympics in oh. Japan. I'm really learning this. Yeah, Japan was like, you know what? Obviously, baseball is huge in Japan, just as big as it is here, yeah. if not bigger. Yep. Um. So they're like, we're adding baseball and softball to the Olympics because that's what we want to see.
1: Ayo. So, I didn't know that. So Thanks after, for teaching me that. After after honest this, to
0: God. Uh, probably won't see, um, baseball in the Olympics again i'll actually look it up right now when was the last time that baseball was in the olympics so i want to say it was like okay we'll see it again but i get
1: what you're saying it's not like three years from now necessarily we'll have it i'll bet you anything we have it in 2028 uh it'll be in la we'll select we'll select baseball but i i learned something new i didn't know that you you could i don't know the last
0: time the olympics were in the states we didn't select baseball
1: we didn't in utah and all that shit no damn Look up the last time it was in the US. But I I believe you. I just I I learned something new. My mind's kind of blown. But anyway, so quick upcoming series preview. 3 games against the Tigers uh tonight, Friday night, 7:10 start. Um Tigers are 53 and 58 um and 6 and 4 in their last 10. I kind of jumped the gun there a little bit. And we are 52 and 54 and 4 and 6 in our last 10 um so sorry going back to it so when's the last time 2000 well the last time baseball was in
0: the Olympics was 2008 in Beijing
1: oh okay nice but so hopefully we'll have it in in LA then but yeah I I'm very fascinated by that I didn't know that's why it got selected
0: I saw that on sports center like a it was like right when the Olympics was starting I was like holy shit
1: thanks Paul very cool um. So, Tigers tonight, seven ten start at Progressive Field. It's going to be Manning, uh, who's two and four with a five five nine ERA versus Quantrill. Ooh, he's so hot. Two and two with a three four ERA. I hope he just shoves. And then tomorrow, Saturday, 7-10 start again. Alexander, uh, who's a left-handed pitcher, I know nothing about this guy, 1-1 one one with a 4-7-7 ERA versus the nicest guy ever, the guy you'd let date your daughter, Eli Morgan. He's 1-3 with a 6-7-5 ERA. Look at that smile. If you had a daughter, you would let him date her.
0: Probably, yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's what I thought. Uh, 1-10 start on Sunday for the series finale, uh, Willie Peralta. Uh, who looks like he's trying to hold in a poop and a burp at the same time in his baseball photo is three and two with a three four seven ERA. He's having a nice year versus Pleissack, who's six and four with a four six four ERA. Would not let my daughter date Pleissack. Oh <laughs> hell no! She'd come home with like ripped jeans and all kinds of piercings, and I don't even be, which is fine, but I not not the same as Eli Morgan. He takes her to like Outback Steakhouse. Pleissack like. Gets her into hard drugs. I don't know. Um, so, like I said, Tigers, Tigers, Indians. Listen, I'm not even going to do the team profile. We know them really well. Here's here's my thoughts, right, as we wrap up. These are games that you could sweep this, you know, and this is where you get back above 500. And, you know, nothing happens if we don't. But you got to take, you got to win this series. You got, favor. you have very favorable pitching matchups. You're at home. And this play is well a stretch
0: there. where you, your three true starters are starting.
1: That's what I'm saying, like, and the team, and we've played, they've given us more heartburn than in the past. Like, the Royals are the new Tigers for us, where we just, like, are majority Mm -hmm. owners of their franchise this year. But um, to me, you sweep this series. Anything less than two out of three, and again, it's not for contention anymore. It's just, like, you got to take two out of three here. Like, you got to get above 500. Um, and interesting to see it, hopefully get the bats, stay warm and, and see that fight. You know, that's what I want to keep seeing is the fight, the, the good pitching and the fight from the younger guys. And, and Hey, baseball is a marathon for a reason. It'll all catch up in the standings eventually if we keep playing this way. So, um, yeah, that's that. Yeah. Anything else? To uh, do? there
0: is one thing. I mean, we, we say, if you guys have any suggestions or anything you want to hear, let us know. And no one ever does. But there is one thing that I do wanna get a suggestion on, kind of a, a thought that I had that I brought up to you. I kinda of wanna get a, a, a mass like yes or no on. Uh but like I talked about in the last one, we I started a TikTok. We have we have a video up. Uh I think I'm gonna put a couple more up this weekend. But I'm thinking about yeah, doing... I shot one
1: the other day. Yeah. I gotta reshoot it.
0: Um but uh I'm thinking about doing starting a series, probably call it like baseball you or baseball one-on-one or something where like once or twice a week i'll go over like an obscure rule or maybe like a uh oh, a stat that or something too. to like get go over and break down uh kind of break down the game of baseball and uh so let me go if you guys would like to see that and put it something out that way we can kind of educate some people on on some of the obscure inner workings of baseball that make baseball so great in my opinion
1: yeah i love that that's great so uh, leave us that, you know, suggestion, I'll, uh, you know, at two one six baseball pod on Twitter, um, or you can still email us two one six baseball pod at gmail.com. So please yeah. interact. Uh, leave reviews, please, um, wherever you know you listen. Kind of doing like a, a blend of an outro and not, uh, but you know, leave leave comments. Let us know. We want to keep tuning it up, and this has come a long yeah, way, and, and we're and proud of let it. Let us and Appreciate know, all the support.
0: Yeah, let us know what you guys think about the YouTube videos. I'm kind of learning on the fly with all the editing and all that stuff, kind of just putting things together as I go. So if you guys see anything, got let some me know. Good feedback. Yeah, let me know what you guys think. Uh, obviously, we had the original layout, and then. Got some feedback and switched it up. Um, so,
1: yeah, you snapped with the new one. Yeah. It looks amazing. Uh,
0: so, um,
1: we're consistent. Two one six baseball pod. Yeah. Twitter, YouTube, Gmail for whatever that is, right? Uh, and TikTok. Yeah, so and Instagram. Um, I haven't
0: really done anything with the Instagram yet, but uh, yeah. we're there. just two people. Yeah, it's there. So and uh,
1: yeah, yeah, we love you guys and appreciate it. Yeah, Seriously, the feedback and the support too, has been.
0: So, maybe on the on the horizon we got 216 football pod maybe <laughs> that's don't all you dog yeah i gotta find a co-host for that because i tried doing an episode by myself and it was very weird so
1: oh uh yeah, yeah. so you're saying i bring something to the table you do yep anyway all right hey guys thanks so much for listening we appreciate it um and hey like we said hey, subscribe bro. follow 216 baseball pod at everything <laughs> yeah man so, a little
0: bit of a different it, different outro it's kind of weird
1: interact with us and love us yeah but hey we're gonna be back on tuesday we'll give you an update on the tiger series go try slash guards guards up baby let's go